Hello? Who is this? Hello, welcome to Stay on the Line podcast. You're gonna hear someone laughing. That's Gilda, I said something. I'm trying so hard to quiet. <laughs> um, my name is Tara Card, and this is a horror review podcast. It's an amateur horror review podcast created by me, hosted by me, and it's honestly just a therapy for me as well. I'm just using this to talk to friends because I'm very lonely and horror is something I used to connect with when I was younger and then I lost touch with like watching a lot of horror because I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, so I'm trying to get back into it and then it's mainly for me, but if you wanna listen, you can come along for this ride. Because and the real horror is our current reality. Who are you calling a whore? Hey! Hey! No, no, no. I mean, yeah, we're starting. It's both of us. It's both of us. We're both whores. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I'm Wabbit. I, <laughs> I was going to say, you're probably wondering who that is. It's Gilda Wabbit. If you would like to introduce yourself, give your pronouns to. Hi, hello. My name is Gilda Wabbit. Uh, when I'm in drag, I use she, her. And when I'm out of drag, I use mm, most pronouns that are used with respect because all of them at some point in the day feel authentic for me. So I'm not going to be mad if you use one that doesn't feel inauthentic in the moment. You know what I'm saying? We're very fluid creature. We like to live amongst the spectrum. We like to only have half an eyebrow. You know, it's the journey. Okay. Speaking of eyebrows, like I've been like, I haven't been doing drag frequently, but like my eyebrows, the last show I did were so good. My makeup was so good. And there was only three people in the crowd. I was like, I look way too fucking good. I look way too fucking good. I was yelling at everyone, D-Range and Anaya Oceans. I was yelling at them. I was like, I look way too good for three fucking people in the crowd. <laughs> right, right. That's the tea. Unfortunately, that's the tea. That's what I hate about digital drag is I will put a lot of work in. Uh, the video will be sickening. I will look gorgeous. It'll be edited beautifully. And like four people will watch it and I will get sent a dollar on Venmo. And I'm like, well, well I, I should have just, I should have just fit, stood in front of something and lip synced a little bit. I don't even do digital drag anymore. Like the last show I did, I made like negative $8. Like it was just like no point in it. I was like, well, I guess this is it for the rest of the year. So we love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did have this great corporate gig for a while and they were like, oh yeah, we're going to keep doing stuff monthly and we're going to keep paying you and keep paying you. And I was like, that's wonderful. Every month I would do like a three minute video. And then they just ghosted me. They just stopped. They, they literally said, great work. We're going to hire you for November. Heard nothing. Oh but shit, it's not November anymore. I was like, um, <laughs> it's, it's December now. December. It's December now. But I messaged them. I was like, thank you so much. Had a great time. Let me know when you need something else. Nothing. And I was like, well, okay, there goes my rent. I guess I will be doing other things to try to make up for it. Oh, also my pronouns basically the same as yours. I really in drag, she, her, out of drag. I really don't care. And it's also funny at work when someone say like, yes, ma'am. Oh, I mean, sir. And I'm like, I literally do not care. <laughs> I do yeah. not care. I had the strange experience today where so my my parents often quote unquote misgender me by using she her pronouns or like saying ma'am or whatever and they'll always correct themselves which like I'm never I'm always like don't correct yourself but today I my I was I was cleaning at my dad's house and he was like yes ma'am when he was talking to me and he didn't correct himself and I was like have you been reading my Twitter have, I we've not talked about my gender but have you been reading my Twitter is that why you're not correcting yourself today it was so great it was so nice I, I hope he didn't see the cam. <laughs> So what this podcast is today. <laughs> well, now we're, 
we're just like professional podcasters. We're spending the first 20 minutes not talking about anything related to the topic. Yeah, yeah. That's probably going to be for the next hour too. So um, <laughs> I asked Gilda to watch one of my favorite horror movies and it is Alien created by Ridley Scott. It was made in 1979. Well, it was released in 1979. I don't fucking know. Um, it does star the Sigourney Weaver. I forgot her name for a second. Uh, she looks fucking hot in this movie. So good. The hair is so good. Um, should we just like get into it? Like I legit, like I'm showing you're oh my God. you'll you get the ASMR. Notes. You took so I, many notes. Okay, but I always do this like ever since high school. I would take so much notes and it would be on nothing on the test. <laughs> nothing on it. Okay, so it just starts off. Okay, right away. I love the fucking soundtrack. We're gonna get right uh, into it. Spoilers. So good. Spoiler right. alert for like a fucking 50-year-old movie, but also it may be a 50-year-old movie, but I had never seen it until last night when I watched it. I'd never seen it. And I love sci-fi horror films. And I've seen Prometheus and AVP. Bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm watching them in the this wrong is, order. Oh, that's good. You, the bar set really low. Prome- Prometheus wasn't, mm, it wasn't that good. But um, Alien, very, you oh. can't see, um, visualizing, my hand is raising. The yeah, bar. they're putting their hand very high for Alien 1. Yeah. Also, I hear Alien 2 is really good. Now I have to watch that too. Yeah, I'll bring you back to the podcast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it starts off with, there's just a huge fucking ship in space amazing soundtrack they're on board the nostromo which is a giant like mineral ore ship um with only seven passengers i forgot to look up which year this takes place i'm pretty sure it said 2037 well right now i currently have the wikipedia plot up and there's nothing about the timeline in it work okay i i think it's 2037 or something like that because mm, spoilers for the other movie Uh, i'm pretty sure it's 2037 which is kind of crazy that would be 17 years from now which, which honestly, I don't think is possible. No. With that big ass fucking ship was, okay, first of all, that ship was like 18 malls put together with only seven people on it. Right. And like Mall of America malls. Yeah. I am like, why do you, I would be scared walking around that big ass ship. Also, why, why is it so big for so few crew members? Okay. We're going to get into that too, because I have okay. some. <laughs> you have some thoughts. Great. Sorry. I, I do have some thoughts. Okay. So there's some okay. thoughts in this head. Shut up. <laughs> so eventually do to do, we're seeing all the design of the ship, the interior, which I love how this is what they think the future would look like. And I kind of still like love that aesthetic because yeah. it's like future, but also they got these like dial up fucking computers. Yeah. Yes. Which is like, which is like, I love like, like one of the, my favorite things about the past imagining the future is that they just like so often were so off, could never quite imagine what could come. And that's yeah. so fascinating to me. It's like, it's like retro futurism, like when the fifties did the future and everything was like bubbly and cool and shiny and metallic. And I was like, no, you're so wrong. Everything's white. Kim Kardashian just lives in a white house. She just gets orange foundation everywhere. Cause her house is white. did you see that video she got in a fight with her sister and she like she got like hit against the wall and (laughs) you see like a spray tan or a foundation that's so funny i love that oh one thing i noticed um so when they're all waking up in that like flower looking pod thing it looks i'm yes do you notice who's the first person that wakes up i do not remember off the top of my head it was Kane. And if you don't know what happens oh. to Kane later, I thought that was kind of interesting. That is an interesting parallel. And I'm sure that was on purpose. Yeah. I mean, Ridley Scott is pretty smart. So like, so smart. Like I could name all his other movies, but like, I couldn't right now. Cause like, 
I don't know what else he's done. What else has he done? Hold on, hold on. I'm on Wikipedia. I'm, okay. I'm right now. He's, he did Alien Covenant, I'm pretty sure, like that newer one. Oh, that's fun. Ridley Scott did, oh, Thelma and Louise, Gladiator, wow. Black Hawk Down, The Martian, Kingdom of Heaven, Robin Hood, Alien Covenant, and Prometheus. Wow. I feel like that's such like a- Blade Runner. He did Blade Runner. I love Blade Runner. Like the wow. original? Yeah. Come on, Ridley Scott. You better get that. What's the word I'm looking for? Dystopian science fiction? Yeah. Yeah. Science fiction gladiators. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Now I have to watch Gladiator again. What if, okay. I'm sorry. We need to keep talking about the movie. I'm getting so distracted. <laughs> I am too. Okay. Um, they're waking up. They're probably, they're like, how far are we to earth? Like we should be right. fucking close, but they're like, we're not near earth at all. Why the fuck are we awake? Because we're supposed to wake up when we're near Earth. They're getting a transmission they think is an SOS. So eventually, Ash, fuck Ash. Ash is like, well, let's all go in there. And then Dallas is like, sure, whatever. Because they also, isn't there some talk about they, they think it might be a warning and they're like, we're worried that it's a warning, but Ash is like pushing them like, no, by the, t- like, we're going to find out one way or another, we should just go. Yeah, they, they say that as soon as they're inside of that, that alien spaceship. They're right, like, right. it's a, this isn't an SOS, it's a warning. And he's like, whoops, like, <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fast forward, they fly down. I like how they're like, oh, it's going to be a little bumpy. Bitch, it looks like they just like touched the ground and everyone's like, oh shit. <laughs> everyone's flying. The, the, the ship has like exploded in the inside. I don't even know what's going on. I thought that was kind of funny. It looked, maybe they try to make it look like, I don't know. It looked like <laughs> it just yeah. touched the ground and like. Right, Wait, what is the physics behind that? Is it, is it, is it. Maybe their gravity on that planet. Maybe, but I feel like by that point you should already be in the gravitational orbit before you like touch the earth. <laughs> Yeah, let me with my communications degree explain physics. <laughs> right. Well, I'll I'll explain uh the bioscience behind the planet because I have a degree in classical music. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes I I, I honestly you got me in that first half. I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb. Oh, one thing I do like about the ship, random Christmas lights on the bottom of the ship. What's that about? <laughs> so lovely. They're just decorating. They're just decorating. I mean, if you see the interior, you know, they really worked hard on it. Yeah, Ash is the scientist and he's a little, you know, C-3PO. So, um, so very into, we're, we're both making the uh, the gesture for like limp oh. gay people. Oh, <laughs> I must decorate the ship. Okay, literally when I broke my wrist though, I legit had to hold it like this. <laughs> oh no. They land on the ship. Everybody's losing their fucking shit because they touched the ground and it, It just went berserk. One thing I noticed when they were like going to fix stuff, I don't know if there was voiceovers, but they kept like talking over each other. Yeah, And and it sounded like different people that weren't even in the movie. Right, it was strange. And I'm curious too, because sometimes in the seventies, especially um, if you watch Suspiria, you'll see this. A lot of dialogue. Oh, I'm, I'm actually going to watch that later with my. It's so good. Oh it's yeah, so good. Uh, yeah. The dialogue in that movie is like dubbed over, but you can't tell if they're speaking another language or if they're just dubbing over. Right. It's the dubbing is really strange in the seventies, and I think it was like, and it's not used as often in English film as it was in Italian film. But I'm curious if that's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's like some weird sound editing that's not working well. Yeah, because. There was times where like Parker was talking and Ripley and Brent and they were all talking like at the same time, but it was like so close to like your ears. I don't know. 
Yeah, that's one thing I noticed throughout the whole movie. I don't know if that's just like you were saying a 70s thing, but they land on the ground. Lambert, Kane, and Dallas decide to check out that signal. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, uh, Ash is just condescending to Ripley. (laughs) The whole time. And Ripley's in charge at that point. If Dallas is off the ship, Ripley's in charge. So they go to this alien ship. And the whole time, Lambert's like, we need to fucking leave. Like, this is not right. They see a giant alien in a giant fucking telescope looking at ship with, and there wasn't, clearly there was an alien inside that alien because it had that burst open. Right. Mm-hmm. Great description by me. There was an alien and an alien and in a ship. And then yeah. Lambert. You know, it was sort of like the Virgin Mary and the baby Jesus just like coming out. I, I never read that book. So is that sci-fi? Oh. Um, well, it's certainly <laughs> fantasy. So Dallas, Lambert, and Kane, they are all in the spaceship. Kane has the smartest fucking idea to descend into the spaceship where he sees this thick layer where all these eggs are being kept. And he and knows he's like, it's eggs. He know he's aware that it's eggs. Bitch, we've seen an egg before. I know what an egg looks like. Right. That's a fucking egg. And he's like, well, I uh, better get a close fucking look. And this guy who probably has an engineering degree decides to stick his fucking face inside this egg after he sees it like something in there moving. Right. I don't know about y'all, but if I see an egg that's the size of my chest, I'm not going to go walk up to it. I saw gremlins. I know how that happens. I mean, and listen, like, I know these people are like intrepid explorers out in space, but like, also, you're not where you're supposed to be. You already know the signal is a warning because you realize it, even though Ash is like keep well, pushing on. Well, they didn't know that. Only Ripley knew that. Oh, because like, Ash didn't translate it to them. No, yeah. Fucking asshole. Yeah, fuck that dude. But basically, a face hugger comes out of that egg. And it- and if you don't know what a face hugger is, because you might not have seen the film, uh, a face hugger is the thing that comes out of the egg and it like jumps onto Kane's astronaut bowl, fishbowl helmet. The Among Us outfit. The The Among Among Us outfit. And it (laughs) acid eats its way through the fishbowl. And then literally with like, it's like four, like long- Like spider legs. I think it has 10. I don't know. It it looks like a giant spider. Yeah, it's at least eight. It could be 10. It like wraps itself around his face. And then it's like tail wraps around his neck. So if you try to remove it, it's going to- Choke him choke him and kill him yeah so they're like let's go back to the ship ellen's like bitch i'm not letting y'all on the ship because we're gonna break quarantine and that can get us all killed which i was like hmm, i wonder huh. what that's like huh i don't and know then, and, <laughs> and they're supposed they're supposed to quarantine kane because he's made contact with the alien for 24 hours to well, yeah. see what happens it was like 24 or 48 i, I was probably 24 yeah, uh, they don't fucking do that. Ash and his little, mind you, Ellen's in charge. Ash is like, "Fuck you!" I'm and just opens the hatch anyway to let them inside the ship. Yeah. So the whole time, Ellen's like, "Y'all are fucking idiots, Dallas. You're an idiot. You're the captain of the ship. You would have fucking not. If I was out there, you would have not let me in." Right. And they're like saying like, oh no, we have to come in because Kane's gonna die. And she's like, "Yeah, we all could fucking die." Oh, I wonder. Oh, I'm gonna huh. put a. Pin- Gonna put a pin in that one. Oh, See if I'm gonna oh, come, come back. What to a timely thing to think about. <laughs> Kane's basically passed out. Um, he they they're examining him. They try to cut open the face hugger on him to try to get him off. It has acid blood, which and um, it eats through like three layers of the ship. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, we have to fucking stop that, or else it's gonna tear a hole through the fucking ship, and we can't fucking leave. Right. Um. 
So that's not good. I don't know about you, but if I saw something like that and it has acid blood, I would be like, we need to get rid of Kane. Like Kane right. needs to go. 100%. But, but Ash keeps saying, so, so Kane is essentially in a coma and the thing is like apparently feeding him oxygen. And so, right. And so Ash just keeps like vouching for it. Like, let's just watch it. Let's just watch it. Like, bro, you're a scientist. You know, it's a fucking parasite. Kane's in a goddamn coma. The thing is filled with acid blood and ate through his helmet. Why do you think it's not eating through his skin or something on his face anyway? Yeah. There's so, I mean, we'll get to it later, but it's, it's just at this moment, my brain was like, this is a big red flag. And let me tell you, I understand red flags because I was with my ex-husband for seven years. <laughs> for every red flag he gave me, I just put it in a little bouquet. It was beautiful. I know red flags. This was a bright red flag. Literally. And Ellen brought it up. Uh, I don't know when, but she was just like, hey, Dallas, how long have you known Ash? And he was like, well, we had a different guy, but Ash got on to this like last minute. I would have been like, that's suspicious. That's suspicious. Ash is sus. Ash is sus. Literally eject him. <laughs> um, <laughs> emergency meeting. We emergency meeting. Literally, Ellen's like emergency meeting. Ash is suspicious. And everyone's like, I don't know. I saw Ash vent with the alien. That, that's basically the fucking, this whole fucking movie. Um, <laughs> so there's a scene where Ash is just more fucking condescending to Ripley. Because it's doing that weird dub thing where like Ripley is just like talking like, oh, what's this? And he's like, it's this. And he's like, right. oh, well, what's, it's that. Can you stop talking to me? So this whole time, I'm like, why isn't anyone oh, punching the shit out of Ash? Oh my God. Yep. And isn't, is, don't we know at this point too, that Ash is in communication with mother, which is like the ship's computer who has all this data and stuff and no one else has access to mother. So like- Except for Dallas. Asking- Dallas, Dallas Dallas does have access to mother because he's the captain. And then I don't know- Ash is, I forgot his like ranking, but he also has access to mother too. Right. Cause he's like the ship scientist. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't fucking know. All I know is they're like, Hey, that thing that was on Kane's face, it's gone. We should probably like go in there with no protective gear and oh, sticks. Yeah. They, so yeah, they're, they're like sitting around and they're talking about it. And Ash is like, come see Kane. And they're like, why? And he's like, just come see it. And the thing is fucking gone. And Kane is just sitting there face intact. Well, this was like when he's like laying down, like he's not even awake yet. Right. Right. No, he's not, he's not up. He's just like still in his coma, but like looks okay. And the yeah. face hunger is gone. I mean, like eventually they find the face hunger. It's like a jump scare. It falls on Ellen um, and it's dead. But like it's a it's a really effective jump scare too. Yeah, because it's just like the tail, like right behind Ellen. She's like, "What's going on over here?" But I would right. not, I would not go into that room with something like that. Just like with my hands, no shield. Just like, oh, I wonder where did it go? <laughs> yeah, I don't even cut my cat's claws without something on my hands. You know what yeah. I mean? Why would I go like look at an acid-filled alien with no hands? <laughs> They find out like it's dead. It looks like a, this movie is very phallic. It looks like a vagina, basically the face hugger. Yes. Oh, um, also props to the practical effects. I'm a big faggot for practical effects. I think the over- You're a what? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not a faggot. That's a bad oh, thing. I'm only a faggot you. for practical effects. Thank you. Not, thank not you. for people with penises. But I'm a really, I love practical effects. I think CGI is way overused. Like people saw Avatar and were like, we're going to do it for everything. And I was like, that's a terrible idea. Um, and or when fact- 3D was a thing, like uh-huh. when like 3D had its revamp in like the early 2000s, right? And everyone was like, "Whoa!" I'm pointing to the camera. The like, camera. Whoa. Whoa! You know what I'm sad about? 3D didn't really make its way into porn, and that's where I want 3D. 
that's where I want 3D in my PR. I, I want it to be 4D. I want the spray, you know? Well, that's, when you have 4Ds, that's called an orgy. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so but the practical effects in this are so good like the alien it's fleshy and like oily and gross. or even the eggs the eggs yeah. look so disgusting and how they open up and you can just see the things slithering and it's so and it looks almost like a marine animal here where it's dead we're like poking it and like looking at it's like layers of like labia like flesh it is really strange and very uh georgia o'keefe or georgia o'keefe Hey, <laughs> welcome to the stage, Georgia. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Now Ash again is like, well, you better come look at Kane. Kane's sitting up and he's like, mm, yeah, I don't know what happened. I felt like I was being smothered in my sleep. That's what my dream was like. And I was like, wow, you would have, like you would have, uh, you would have been right. You, right. you would you would have felt like, did you feel like something go down your throat in your sleep, by the way? <laughs> and they didn't even tell him what happened to him. They were just like, you need some food. Let's go eat lunch. They didn't tell him he'd been attacked by an alien. Yeah. I mean, knowing Kane, I don't know. He's so fucking stupid. Uh, they, they do go to have lunch or dinner. I don't know what time it is. Um, I mean, time is meaningless in the spaceship and in COVID-19. Yeah, liter literally. <laughs> so they're having lunch and they're like, we're about to all go back to sleep. This is amazing. And then Kane starts to cough and they're like, huh, that's not good. You all right, dude? And then he starts screaming and then... They lay him down on their dinner table. Yeah. And then his chest starts to bleed and then boom, the alien pops out. And I've heard different accounts of this that the cast wasn't told like how gruesome it was gonna be. So uh. some of the, some of their reactions were like, cause once at one point you can hear Lambert just like give a genuine scream. And I didn't, I don't think she knew that actress or one of them, a couple of them didn't know how intense it was gonna get. What a gag. Cause it is again with the practical effects so effective and it was truly so gross. Like I like I love gory horror films, but I don't really expect them to uh, viscerally affect me anymore because like <clears throat> I can fucking eat dinner while I'm watching Saw you know what I mean but like that shit the way it just like it was so impactful because we hadn't had anything like that so far in the film and it was so shocking to watch happen it was so fun about halfway through the film actually when that actually did happen and I was like okay it's shit is kicking into gear yeah. and one thing that I did notice you don't really know who the main character is at this yeah, point, right, which I kind of like. I like that everyone's kind of having their own moments and you genuinely don't know who the character is. You don't know, excuse me, my throat's getting a little, uh, quit putting those face huggers on. <clears throat> Literally. You know what we are, the face hugger destroyers. The um, face hugger destroyers. Uh. Talk about a swallow. So, <laughs> that's so gross. Okay. Yeah, no, that's what that's what aliens mean when they say swallow my babies. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I can't even, I don't want to picture it. The The chestburster comes out. The alien's like, hello, my baby. Have you seen Spaceballs? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I think about that scene where he, there's a chestburster and it goes, hello, my baby. baby hello, my darling. Hello, my ragdom girl. And the alien, it's literally like the scene in Alien, except it just like runs. <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh um, but that's basically what happens. The alien just runs out the fucking room and they're like, ew. <laughs> I will say this is the only practical effect in the whole film that looked hokey to me because the alien looks like it's just like on an RC car, just like zooms out of the frame. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, it looks a little, there are some points where the practical effects were like, okay, I see what y'all were trying to do. Yeah, but... It didn't age well, you know what I mean? But that's okay. Like that's, I think whatever. it still holds up though. I'm like, I mean, for the most way, part, way better than if it was like CGI in the 80s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wait, yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, but real quick, we're gonna take a break. Hi, hello, everyone. Welcome back from the break. Neither of us are stoned, but we are slap happy, and this is a good time. And we're talking about Alien. Um, so they're looking for, they, they have these little prongs to help because they think it's so small. They have these prongs to help zap it in case they see it. And then- Right, like, like a cattle prod almost. Yeah, yeah, a cattle prod. And then they have um, a motion tractor. And then at one point they're like, it's in the locker. And then it's the fucking cat, Jonesy. Jonesy. Bitch, that cat- <laughs> That cat is a little shit, and like so many people die because of that stupid cat, right? And the cat gets more lines than Kane does. That is true. Like literally, Kane probably had like five minutes of dialogue, and then right. he. Well, I mean, that's what you get for being dumb. But that's what you get when you let <laughs> your heart win. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> literally just coming out. Jonesy does run away, and then they're like, "Hey, Brent." go get the cat on this big ass fucking spaceship. This is a, an instance where I'm like- Where an alien is on the fucking loose. Yeah, but like how big is this spaceship to where it's just convenient that, cause it looks huge. Like it looks yeah. huge. How convenient is it? How convenient is that? Wow, how convenient is fucking that? I'm quoting Cardi B. I love um, it. <laughs> also, also I have a cat, okay? Both my boyfriends love to fuck with the cat. And the cat likes me the most because I leave her the fuck alone. Why are you going to chase after the cat right now? What is well, the priority? Well, they were like, it's gonna, it's gonna track. Like, if this happens, if the cat's moving around the whole fucking ship, they're not gonna be able to track. The oh, alien. the like, motion tracker. I forgot. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I'm like, why is the cat in the vents? But also, why the fuck was the cat in the locker? Like, how did it get? <laughs> the alien saw it and was like, ooh. Right. Right. I didn't also. See do you want do you want to get your fucking cat do you know what you do you fill a fucking food bowl yeah literally go, kitty, 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 kitty. that's so it it would have solved the movie yeah right there but brent goes after this cat in some weird kind of engine room with like water falling I don't, i'm not sure what happens why is the water there i don't know what it is it looks like it's daylight in that right, room streaming from the top i know it feels very like not part of the rest of the ship because it feels almost like spiritual or mythical in this moment you know what yeah. i mean it's probably um, like a like an ac kind of room where it's just like so much fucking ac being pumped out that it's just like creating the condensing everywhere that makes sense yeah i love this the um sound right here because you can hear his heart pumping yeah like you can hear it and, and it's very tense it's drawn out but like in a good way and eventually he's getting close to the cat like he's about to get it and then the alien is quietly behind it and then jonesy's like and then he turns around and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> and then it kills him and it does like a cutaway of him screaming. And then it goes to the next scene. I like how it's not like, oh, we don't know what happened to him. The next scene is like, they already, I feel like they had walked in, like Parker and Ripley had walked in on it because they said that they saw it go into the vent with his body. Right, right. Which I wish we saw that, but I think it would have probably looked a little wonky back then with, you know, right, right. And, and sometimes I think too, like hearing that it took his body away without seeing it can be a little more horrifying because now you're afraid like you're going to see it in the future, you know? Yeah, and it's also strong enough to just pick your body up. Right. And this is Among Us. They were like the alien vented after it killed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Gilda plays Among Us, by the way. Um, so they're discussing like, oh, what should we do? They're like, let's trap it in the vents and eventually get it to the um, the airlock and, you yes. know. Get it out of the ship. Blue Skatoo, we can too. Yeah. Um, they're trying to get it out. 
So Ripley, because Ripley's badass, Ripley's like, I'll do it like right away. No hesitation. I'll do yeah. it. And then Dallas goes, no, I'll do it. And I feel like in that moment, I feel like in that moment, Dallas knew he was going to die. Like, I think he knew he was going to die if he went into that event. And then he was like, I'm not going to send Ellen in there because she will die. That That is a good point. Because I was just I was just thinking like, what the fuck is up with the sexism in this movie? These women are capable. But like, if Dallas thinks like, I'm going to sacrifice myself to save the ship as the captain, he should. You know, as the captain, the successes are we and the failures are I. He should go and do that. And so he good for Dallas. Good for Dallas. I don't like Dallas, Texas, but I like Dallas in this movie. <laughs> I literally wrote down like who willingly goes into the vents question mark question mark as Dallas is going through the vents which looks like a sphincter as it opens um you have a lot of experience with those I have been topping lately so not like not like frequently because of COVID but like with some friends occasionally so that's that um so as he's going as Dallas is going in the vents he's like Ripley I want you to close every vent behind me and that's how I knew I was like he knows he's gonna die because how right. the fuck is he gonna get out sacrificing of sacrificing himself yeah yeah he's doing decently but then there's a tick on the motion tractor track is that the right word tracker tracker, tracker. not tractor like, tractor. Like, <laughs> that's fucking funny not, um, not tractor beam, motion tracker. Tracker, okay. And then they, oh. they hear it. And then Lambert, um, this is how fucking useless Lambert is. Uh, but sh- there's like a little back, like someone's, there's like a whole, people have videos on the character of Lambert. Um, you can go watch those videos. That's fun. <clears throat> Lambert is, oh my God, Dallas. He realizes it's coming at him, but he can't see where it is. Right. And there's, he's basically in a situation where there's a ladder where it goes up and down and he's in the middle. So he's just being told by Lambert, you need to get out of there. You need to get out of there. And then he starts going down and she goes, no, you're like, she, like her panicking made him start to freak out. Right. He starts going down this ladder where she's telling him, no, no, you're like last minute, like, no, you're going the wrong way, Dallas. And he turns, it's a good jump scare. And it's just a creepy like siren mm-hmm. scream. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a, I gotcha, like uh, arms open. Like, oh my God. What if the alien sound like that though? What if it was just like, I gotcha. And then it ate you and took you away. Yeah, yeah the, the mouth came out and was like, nye, nye, nye. <laughs> I got you, I got you. But yeah, it just cuts away. It's like a loud screech noise. It's really nice. But I feel like Lambert, because Lambert was freaking out. I There's like things about like Lambert's like past trauma Mm-hmm. I think Lambert was freaking out so much that it caused Dallas to freak out. And because Lambert was not in the right headspace, she just said, you need to get out of here instead of right. telling him. Because if she had told him, you need to go up and you need to get out. She just said, get out. So he just naturally went down. And then that's when she was like, oh no, I fucked up. And I think she feels guilty after that too. Absolutely. She, she did fuck up. Now it's just the four of them. They're like, well, this isn't good, y'all. But they can't take the like the escape um because it wants it wants the escape pod won't support four humans yeah there's only like one pod in Uh, there or look that's kind of confusing there's one sleep pod in there yeah because like they need if they're they're so far from earth they have to go back into cryo sleep but the escape pod can only support one human life so like three of them would just like live until they starve and then die yeah ripley's like we still have to do the same thing we have to get this off the ship and then lambert we have to do dallas plan yeah rip uh lambert's like bitch are you crazy did you see what happened to dallas and she's like well bitch what the fuck are we gonna do what the fuck are we gonna do so then ripley is technically in charge 
Ripley, I love it at one point. Ripley is in charge, believe it or not. Ripley's, believe it or not. I hate you for that. Um, (laughs) I've been wanting to make that joke since the beginning of this episode. One part, it's another situation where they're talking over, and I think this is intentional, where they kept talking over Ripley, and she eventually goes, will you shut up, Parker? That's just like her initiative that she's in charge. She's now talking to Mother, and she's like, Mother... What's going on? Which, by the way, Mother is like a little computer on the wall and they're like eight feet apart. I'm like, how do you see what is going on on that screen? Right, right. It's very 2001 A Space Odyssey. But she's talking to Mother. She's basically asking Mother, why did we stop? And it was like, well, we're here to get this life form because that that was your mission was to find this life form. And she's like, "Um, I didn't know that. And then Mother basically goes, priority one, was to ensure the return of the organism. All crew expendable was the second thing after that. And she basically is like, oh shit. And then she leans back and Ash is just right there. Like he had just been, he just like saw her find out everything. And he's like, well, it was me. I killed her in the library. Right. Which also question, we've known Ash is sus this whole film, right? And Ash talks to Mother, but Dallas had to have known too, right? I don't like Dallas was misleading the crew. I don't know if Dallas under, like, I don't think Dallas was asking the right questions. I think he was just like blindfully Mm -hmm. like, oh, why would I, why would this company that I work for turn their back against me? You know, I think it was a situation like that. He believed in capitalism too much. Yeah. I, because he was a white man. He was a white yeah. man. This is probably a really good suspenseful like fight scene right now. Because yes. Ripley is like trying to trying to tell the others about everything she knows now. And that basically she found out that Ash was just lying to them the whole time. Ash is closing, like locking her into this room. And then you just see a close-up of his face. And then this just like white liquid coming down, which looked like milk. I was like, this man, this man is sweating milk. Right. And when when I first saw that, I was really confused. Because I thought it was like spit or or acid from the alien. Yeah. Because it was a similar color to the acid earlier, but it didn't eat through him. And so I was like, okay, it's not that. And like my brain was like firing on all cylinders during the scene because I was just trying to figure out what the fuck was happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good scene. But I was also like, so he basically has Ellen knocked out a little bit and she's lying on this table. And Ash is like, wow, look at this magazine. I'm gonna get a little creative. So he starts to roll up the magazine. Like you're like about a to burrito. hit a, Yeah, like a burrito. Like if you're about to hit like a, a, a an insect. Yeah. And he has the idea that he's going to shove it down her throat. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Like way to go out. Like crazy. Right. right. But I was thinking, how would he explain that to the other two? Like she tripped <laughs> on this magazine. She, she was deep throating and yeah. ended poorly. Now, a, a cool thing. So there's a game, Alien Isolation. And it does have rogue, like robots in there too, Sick. that that kill some of them. And there is like, you find a dead person and it's the the magazine down their throat. That's super cool. Also, so like, well, you, you just said rogue robots. You dropped a little spoiler for the next two minutes. For the next, yeah, 30 seconds. So uh-huh. Parker and Lambert come in and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And then Parker has no choice. He just starts hitting Ash and Ash's head fucking comes off because he starts like, turn the beat around. Ash starts... <laughs> Ash starts spinning in this room, like like making all these weird noises. And then yeah. Parker finally hits him again and his head is just like hanging off, but he's still like chasing after him. It's so fucking crazy. What yeah, were you I know. thinking in that moment? Cause I know you weren't expecting that. No, I was not setting it. And I also, it still didn't hit me yet that Ash was not human. And so I was trying to, dis- I, th- I had thought in this moment, my first thought was, oh, the aliens 
have gotten inside Ash. And so like th they removed Ash's head, but his body is still being controlled by the alien parasite because I thought that that little white trickle was like alien bullshit. Bitch, this ain't Starship Troopers. <laughs> I know, I was so, I really was so, I was I was like, oh, Ash is a silent. Like I just thought, it, I was so confused. Um, and so I was I was on the edge of my seat just trying to figure out what was going on. But that's what I thought was happening was like, the aliens were like possessing him. It's literally so cool, like that whole fucking scene. And yeah. then he's and still chasing after him, after them with like his head off. Yes. It's so fucking creepy. There's fucking milk everywhere because Ash, for some reason, has milk. Like the droids, the androids just have these like milky white fluid. looking, yeah, milky fluids in them. Yeah, just filled with cum. Literally. <laughs> I wish I was the same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this quarantine's got me lonely. Some of us don't have one partner, let alone two. So um, I know that I'm very lucky. Don't worry. It comes with lots of <laughs> mental health and baggage. Speaking of baggage, I'm showing Gil with my I know boobs. your tatas, your titties. I love titties. This is not related to this film at all, but <laughs> my boyfriend and I, um, we watched horror films every day for Halloween for October. Um, and we would rate them on a scale of zero to 10 titties. And also before we watched them, we would try to guess how many tits we were going to see in the movie. I love titties. Speaking of titties, I did write down, where is it? Titty twist. Because when Parker's trying to help Ellen uh, and get Ash off of him, Ash just grabs him on his chest. He grabs Parker and just twists his yes. like, titty. And he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, but they knock the block off of, uh, off of Ash and basically they get him down because Lambert like uses that cow prod that cow prog thing to zap him uh they turn him on though and I like what they do because it's clearly a fake head but like one of them like gets in front of the camera and they go back and it's like oh that's totally not someone's head through a table <laughs> right now fucking funny yeah it was clever editing though like they like worked yeah, around, but it they... was like visibly like that looks like a mannequin's head <laughs> Right. They did the best they could. Like, like again, the practical effects, they were really trying, I think, to be creative with how they portrayed this so it looked as real as possible. And that's cool. Yeah. I mean, like, even just, like, the inside of Ash that you see looks fucking weird. Like, yeah, it was so wild. Yeah. So they're talking to Ash, and they're like, how do we kill this thing? That's basically why they turn him back on. They want to know how they kill this. And Ash, like, the fucking grim little shit that he is, he's like, uh, knowing your your survival rate, I send my regards or some, he said something fucking snarky like that, like as his last words. Right, because before that he's like marveling about what like a magnificent biological specimen the creature is because it's the perfect predator. You yeah, know? yeah, he's going on some fucking bullshit like that and everyone's like, fuck you. So eventually they just, Ellen just like yanks him, like they're like, fuck this. And then Parker, before he leaves, torches the the milkman <laughs> yes just sets him on fire yeah it looks crazy they're like you know what we need to destroy this set you want to torch this bitch like and listen sometimes destroying something when you're upset feels so good it feels that's so probably good. what happened they're like right. fuck, man what the fuck are we doing we're so pissed off let's just like burn this motherfucker so now they're gonna just go with plan b which is we're gonna go on the fucking pod regardless. We're gonna get as much coolant as we can. And we're just gonna go on that fucking pod and we're just gonna hope for the fucking best. Right. Um, and that's basically what their plan is. Ripley's plan, uh, Ripley's like what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to set up the escape ship for everybody. Right. And then Lambert- Parker and, and Parker, Lambert are getting supplies, right? Yeah, yeah, they're getting the coolant. This one is for the boys with the coolant <laughs> Ah! Top down AC with the, <laughs> <With> the coolant. <laughs> okay, I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Okay. <laughs> but 
Oh, okay. Lambert and Parker are like fucking stressed out. They're like, oh my God, we need to fucking get this coolant. We need to get off the ship. Ellen is fucking dicking around. Like she's like getting supplies. And then she's like, huh, where's the, the cat? Where's the cat? I better go get the cat now. Who the fuck cares about the cat at this moment? I literally Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I literally would be like, uh, Jonesy, you've been a dick this whole movie. I'm sorry, bitch. I would have left that fucking cat because I think, so like while Ellen's looking for this cat, she eventually finds it. She hears on the like intercom, something's going on in the other room with Parker and Lambert. Mm-hmm. And it's the alien who's just standing in front of Lambert and Lambert's frozen in fear. She can't move, she can't do nothing. Parker's yelling at her like, get out of the way, get out of the way. Because I think he's gonna just torch the fucking alien. And you know, right, I, right. I, honestly, in that situation, I would have just fucking torched the alien. I'd have been like, Lambert, if you're not moving, I'm torching this thing. Right, you're all on fire. Cause he says, you're gonna get us both killed. For some reason, Parker's like, let me just try and push Lambert out of the way. He gets his, his shit rocked. The alien turns its attention to him and then it fucking uses its tiny mouth to fucking kill him. And then- You should have just pressed play on the Alicia Keys and set that girl on fire. Literally, literally. And then Lambert's still there frozen in fear. And then it's just this drawn out scene of this phallic, this alien has this long tail and it's just going up in between like her legs. (laughs) And then it cuts and it's Ellen running down the hallway and it's just Lambert screaming in like so much fear. Like, so it's really disconcerting like how much fear she has in her when she's screaming. And that's when people are trying to make connections that possibly Lambert had been like sexually assaulted in her past, which is why she acts a certain way that she does because she's so traumatized. So so frozen. Well, and that's, and like, like I also like why I get it, it was the seventies, but like, why do you have to make it a sexual assault reference? It's an alien. Why does it care about her pussy? You know what I mean? Well, like, I don't I don't think it actually sexually assaults her. Like it kills her, but it's impl- like with the context of just doing phallic symbols, the right. face hugger, tail. <gasps> and also earlier they're sitting around the dinner table when Kane's okay and they're talking and someone makes a pass at her. Yeah, it was Parker, I think. Yeah, and Lambert's face is like, upset for a second and then she like swallows it down and like laughs at it and like that's also like a very like sexual assault victim like let me just brush it off let me just move on like i'm gonna make it easier instead of saying something so that makes sense i see that now yeah Yeah. so yeah i don't think the alien actually (laughs) assaulted her but like like the the tail up her thigh is like unnecessary to me yeah it it's like it's like an an under context kind of thing of like Lambert's backstory, basically. Right. Her implied backstory. I mean, this is all us just shooting the shit. We're just so. contextualizing. Yeah. We um, yeah, we we have degrees and stuff, but like it's like 90 degrees, you know. Yeah. Nin- 98 degrees, my favorite band from the 90s. I I wasn't born there. So yeah, I love that you're seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was born this year. Um, actually, you could be 20 and not be born in the 90s. That's so scary to me. Yeah, I'm 23. Wow. So I was wow. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> um, Ripley finally runs. Okay, and this is what pisses me off. I don't I think if Ellen was not dicking around looking for that fucking cat, she would have met up with them already. Right, and they would have been fine. And it like the alien would have showed up, but you know, Ripley, knowing the baddest that she is, probably would have like distracted it or fucking did her fucking fire shit. I don't fucking know. Right. The cat is the reason that so many people have died. Yeah, literally, literally. Fuck you, Jones. Fuck you, Jonesy. Jonesy, you fucking little bitch. That's now, actually that's what um that's what Amy Winehouse's hit single "Me and Mr. Jones" is about. Is that fucking cat? <laughs> Stupid fucking cat. And so Ellen is running 
She's going into the room there where she's <laughs> running with, I'm pretty sure she still has Jonesy in her hand. I'm not right. sure. Like she she put Jonesy in like a kettle. I know she does set Jonesy down, but she goes into the room and you just see like Lambert's like dripping, like like you just see her legs or her arm. She's uh-huh, dead. like dripping. She, she just and sees Parker's like, like head is there. Yeah, she just quickly sees it. And she just has this horror realization like, oh my God. I'm the last person on this fucking ship. I need a self-destruct. Oh, I forgot. We didn't say this. They're self-destructing. The, the main yeah. thing they were doing, they were getting the coolant. They're going to get the escape pod. They were going to self-destruct the Nostromo so they can get the fuck out of there and destroy the alien. Right. So now Ellen's like, oh my God, I need to get this coolant. I have to self-destruct this fucking thing. She sets it. Uh, and there's only 10 minutes. And then after, before five minutes, she can turn it off. After five minutes, you can't turn the self-destruct off. Right. Um. So she's going to like the pod, like, oh, I got my cat. There is a cute uh, frame where it's the ladders. There's ladders everywhere in here, which I think is very impractical for a big ass ship. But there's a scene where she sat Jonesy in the kennel next to this ladder and it's her getting up and it's just, you see Jonesy's head in this kennel and then Ellen like right next to it. I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say, I wrote that down. And then I said, 10 minutes, bitch, who has the time? Right, if you had not gone looking for Jonesy, you could have had the time, but no. And then, and then I said, uh, because Ellen's about to get in onto the pod, but the alien, of course, is fucking right there. And I said, of course, this alien is with Ellen in this whole ass, big ass ship. Like right. this huge fucking ship. This alien just happened to be there out of everything. So then Ellen's like, oh my God, I'm just going to have to turn off the self-destruct. So she, she set it off. She's going back. She's trying to fucking turn it off. <laughs> she... She does not make it. She's like no. probably like a couple seconds off. She doesn't make it. So now she only has five seconds to get on that fucking pod and just leave. And she kind of just fucking books it. She grabs the fucking cat and it's kennel. She just gets into the fucking space pod. She, you know, sets it up. She goes and it's, you just hear this countdown. It's getting quieter as she's going out from the Nostromo because now she's in the space pod mm-hmm. and it fucking explodes. And I wrote down, I was like, you, if you were looking directly into that blast, you would lose your eyesight. Absolutely. I think that happens with atom bombs too. Like if you were to look directly at an atom bomb going off, you would lose your eyesight by how Cornea fucking bright is melted. it is. Yeah. yeah. Please welcome to Sage, Cornea, Cornea melted. Cornea melted. Hey! She never got booked. No. Oh, no. It's because her eyebrows were always melted off. Okay. <laughs> me. Me. Um, so I want to know like what you thought in this moment. Ellen has escaped in this pod. What were you thinking? Oh, I was so, okay, in this moment, I was at peace. Because you, you like, have not seen this movie, so I want to know what you- I've never seen it. I was really and truly at peace. I was, I like, I like thought we were going to like watch Ellen get into a little cryo sleep with her fucking cat and like peacefully go to earth. And like, I was like, I, I and I had thought like, okay, it's done. Like it's been, it's been so tense and it's been, it's been really, really, really tense since like Dallas was in the pipes, you know what I mean? Like it has just been nonstop tension building, tension building, tension building. And like, that was the moment where I was like, like it felt like not to be gross, but like, this is who I am. Like the ship exploding felt like the final orgasm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there it is, it's over. (sighs) I get to rest, you know, but then- That's how she fucking felt. She probably- Right. I, I was gonna say, she probably shit herself and that's why she changed because we can't end a 70s movie without getting a little naked. Right, thank God, thank God. Ellen strips down, she's just in her panties and a shirt, so. Iconic too, an iconic look. And then what happens next? I want you to. (laughs) Okay, now I don't know if I'm gonna deliver this 
in the way that you wanted to, but I was really pissed because we just see the fucking alien in the goddamn pod in a fucking corner. And Ellen just chilling, just chilling, like Max and relaxing, all cool, shooting some people outside of the school. I was so upset. It was like it really, and it truly is horrifying because we've known the whole time that the alien is just like mad quiet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also travels. That's really so New York of you. That's mad quiet. Yeah, that's so New York of you. <laughs> she did live there for five years, but like it's 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 just so scary. And also, it as a viewer it felt really like it, it really hit home like how hopeless it felt you know what i mean yeah but like like not only has everyone died and have we discovered that the corporation that's in the month's job is against them and that the alien is like unstoppable and like i think it stopped but now the alien is on the pod and so i'm nervous the alien is gonna eat fucking ellen get to fucking earth and then do this shit all over earth and ruin everything because it's because the corporation that's trying to get a hold of it does not have the power to control it let me tell you that like we don't know who this corporation is but they do not have the power to handle this fucking alien it's like you've seen the other movies <laughs> hello I, ha I have seen some of the later ones yes yeah but i mean those are technically like prometheus is a prequel so but right. it's and then like avp the is like um is like a it's like it's, it's, it's like, like barely a movie yeah it's a spin-off like it's right. not technically in the same timeline but um this alien and you can't tell as a viewer you can't tell it just looks like she's fucking pressing buttons and shit because the alien just looks like piping right but then the alien's like like sticks yes. his hand out and she's like are you fucking kidding, fucking kidding me. me but she acts quick she backs up she moves quickly and she moves into the closet with the spacesuit and this is where we get some asmr putting on a spacesuit because ellen is fucking smart and she's not fucking dumb like everyone else on the ship she's quickly putting on a spacesuit and she has this like harpoon gun and she has the idea she's gonna fucking open this airlock she's gonna get this fucking alien out of here it's like the last thing that she can do basically right. it's a small pod it's not like she can go anywhere else right she's lucky that the alien is like a like a cat like likes a toy with its food and like watch it you know what i mean yeah it really was just like fucking like it literally was just like chilling there for so long it could have gone out there and probably killed her Right. But it was just chilling there. So she quickly, she gets the suit on. She walks over to the seat where it has like all the controls. She's singing to herself. I'm not sure yeah, what it's, she's singing. It's, it's uh, oh, what was that song she was singing? Because I knew it. Um, oh, fuck. Why can't I think of it? It was like some dumb, weird. It wasn't like a pop song. It was like some dumb, weird, like children's song or something. Yeah, I thought it was something about like the monkey or she was saying lucky. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, hold on a second. I have to Google this now. Um, you are my lucky star, which is Debbie Reynolds and Gene Kelly from Singing in the Rain. That's how I knew it. You are my lucky star. Um, why, why do you think she was singing that though? I mean, I, I think she was singing it to keep her cool. You know what I mean? Like she was like so, like she was so panicked. It's like it's like a it's like a code mechanism. We should learn this because we're both fucking in the middle of a pandemic and it's awful. Mm -hmm. But like sometimes to just like stay calm, you have to do you have to like go to your happy place. And I feel like that was like her happy place. It was like this song from this movie was like so far away from where she was that she was like, okay, for me to remain calm enough to accomplish this, I have to sing this song. And also maybe. Here's another thought. Maybe she was thinking, does the alien, did, did, do you think the alien knew that she knew the alien was there? I don't know. Because she might've done that to like- To bait it out. To seem like she didn't realize it was there to like keep it calm for a while. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
let me not show that I'm panicked. Let me do something to show that I'm calm. So it looks like I'm not doing anything crazy. So this alien doesn't fucking kill me. Cause if yeah. you're, it's, it's sort of like, if you make a fast move or try to run, it will get you. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that's what she was doing, but I, I honestly, I was not sure. I was trying to look up the year. Okay. We could have been in the 2100s for this movie. Oops. I said 2037. I don't, I probably got the year wrong. I'm just going to leave it there. Ellen, she's singing this thing to keep her cool or probably to bait out mm-hmm. the alien. And it's this cool scene where she's like looking over, but she's not moving her body and she can just see it in the fucking corner of her eye. And she just goes, she just screams and hits the button and opens the, the airlock and the alien flies out. But Ellen, since she's a fucking smart bitch, she has that harpoon. Cause she's like, uh-huh. there's no way that this bitch is going to give up easy. The alien starts to cling onto the, like the frame of the airlock and she shoots it with the harpoon and it flies out and it perfectly times and closes in right on the like harpoon gun. Yes. But of course the alien's not fucking dead. It's like trying to cling onto the ship. Cling on. I'm doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Star Trek. It's like trying to like still fuck around. So then alien just, or alien, <laughs> Ellen just like hits um, the rockets or fucking, I don't even know. I'm not a spaceman. Um, and it just blows the fucking alien like away. I was like, finally, Ellen. <laughs> Right, you're rest. Safe. She can rest. She's literally just talking about like she ends the movie like narrating. She still looks hot, of course. Um, and she's just narrating. She's like, everyone's dead. I'm the last survivor. Um, me and the cat. Me and the cat going to sleep now. See y'all later. Because it's supposed to be ten months until right, she sure. gets to Earth. If she if she hits like the if she gets like into the right area, something right. about ten months. Um, spoiler alert for the next movie. It is not 10 months. Do you want to know? Yeah, tell me. Time out. How fucking awful that... Now, I don't know what happens in Alien 2, but I'm assuming they find her. She's on another fucking spaceship trying to get back to Earth, and the alien ends up on that spaceship? No. Oh, good. Well, I mean, uh, you need to watch it. You need to watch I'll it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. What a, what a, what a sad, hopeless feeling that must be you know what i mean hell wow. she's in three movies <laughs> right 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 it's like jamie lee curtis and fucking scream is that jamie lee curtis no that's halloween jamie lee curtis and halloween just like so many films yeah or even nev campbell and scream thank you nev campbell because she's like in all of them i'm like damn bitch she's gonna yeah. be in the new one coming out too and in cl- and clear in final destination oh yeah well she was just in the first and the second one but oh is she not in the third did you watch the second one? I, I, I watched a lot of them with my boyfriend, but I was stoned most of the time because they're not very good movies. Okay, spoiler alert. For the second Final Destination movie, Clear is like seeing that um, that one guy who wanted to kill himself, but he didn't. He has glasses. Uh-huh. She's She sees him in the hospital. And she's like, oh, thank God he's okay. She opens the door and it causes like a flammable combustion. Oh, it right. explodes, kills him, and it kills her. Yeah, I think I was too stoned to remember that. Well, she got toasted. 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 toasted roasted. Blazed. Um, that's about to be you, so. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, well, that was um, Alien. That was, uh, tell me your thoughts, because I fucking love this movie. It's one of my I mean, favorites. Okay, so so I, I'll tell you, I spend a lot of time on the horror subreddit, and I sort of consider myself someone who's like an amateur horror connoisseur, like, I just really love scary movies. They're what I like like to watch in my free time. I did not know um, that about you. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not like really part of my like brand as like a drag performer. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't I don't really do horror drag, um, mostly because I don't have the skill set for it. Um, 
it's really, really hard to do good horror drag. But like, I love horror films. I love practical effects. If like someone sat down and was like, I'm going to teach you how to do SFX makeup and prosthetics and all this stuff, I would probably become a horror drag queen because like that shit is my, it's just my jam. But for some reason, Alien had never been recommended to me. Um, that, that surprises me. And, and alien films are one of my favorite genres. Like the fourth yeah. kind is one of my favorite scary movies period ever. Um, is that and, the one with Mila Jolovich? Yes, yes. And it's like a docu, um, like an yeah. Like a Bitch, yeah. I thought that was real when I first watched it. Bitch. Well, that's part of, anyway, I love that movie. I can talk about that movie all day long. Um, but, but Alien had never been recommended to me. And I think part of what happened is that like, I didn't go seeking it out because I had seen AVP and I had seen Prometheus. And you're and like, I, this can't be good. <laughs> right. I, I just thought it was like a dumb sci-fi film and so when you said it's a great movie we should talk about alien i was like okay and to be entirely honest with you i sat down turned the movie on on amazon prime and i like was at my computer editing a youtube video i had filmed and i was just gonna like edit the youtube video while i was watching the movie and then the moment that uh the face hugger hit kane i started really paying attention and I was like, oh, fuck. And I like closed my laptop, set it aside and just like was plugged in for the rest of the movie because it's it's so captivating and it's so good at keeping you on the edge of your seat and not letting you know what's going to happen next. And I kind of knew some of the gags because it's like culturally relevant. Yeah, hello, my baby. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But like it, it, it still just kept surprising me. And I kind of thought it was going to be like, like sort of like a G.I. Jane, like Ellen Ripley is just like a badass bitch the whole time. And she's like, I'm a tough woman. And even though they're writing me as a strong woman, I'm like one note and like shallow because like men can only write women as like one note and shallow. They're either tough or they're slutty. That's the things. But like, it, it wasn't that because like everyone in the film was complex and interesting and and the writing was so good and the performances were so like i like i really i texted my boyfriend because they were at work and i was like have you seen this i don't want to spoil it for you but like it's amazing and they're like i have not seen it yet either they have not seen it either they also love horror movies so i'm gonna have to watch it again with them what um, is wrong with y'all <laughs> it's, it's just listen i mean it's just one of those things that like has slipped through because there are so many good horror films you know what i mean i was gonna say watch one and then watch two after those yeah. are really good don't watch three don't watch four just keep it just keep it as those two. Yeah, I would love to because um, I, I think it's great. And I love Sigourney Weaver. So this was so fun. But yeah, like 10 out of 10, brilliant, scary movie going on my like top list of horror films now. Um, and it's not, it's, it's like, it's like also beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's not just like scary. It is also beautifully shot. The soundtrack is great. It's tense and, 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 and eerie and lonely. The like isolation is so palpable in mm -hmm. it. Um, I think that's part of why the ship is so big. Like, I'm sure there's like some sort of backstory about why, but like from a viewer standpoint, knowing that the ship is so large and there's only seven of them, it already sets you up to feel this like isolation. And then as everyone slowly starts dying and as you discover that Ash is a robot, like it just feels, and, and, it, and it, it almost feels like a commentary on the way that capitalism and corporations treat their workers and that that isolation that you get under and the way that you're like alienated from like people who don't work with you and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm, I'm in my head about it now because like- Or even alienated from people you do work with too. Right, right, yeah. It's it's really, the, like I could probably watch it a few more times and talk even more about it because I just find it so fascinating. Yeah, it was such, a, I mean, I didn't say like everything, like there's 
parts where I was just like, this is so beautiful. I love the set design. It's amazing. Like I legit have like probably like five pages of notes because I write too many notes. Um, <laughs> um, but, oh, I'm just going to put down, I just wrote in capitals, Lambert. <laughs> LOL. But yeah, it's such a good movie. I want to know like, this, you know, we're closing out soon because we've probably been talking for so long. Um, probably like 30% of it was about the movie. Um, <laughs> oh, just so you know, there is a deleted scene. And this <gasps> is like, let me see if I can like pull it up and send it to you. They kept this out of the movie, but it's like in the extended cut. Let me see. But basically it's probably in between Ellen looking for like to get back to the ship or to the pod or uh -huh. I, I think that's why they kept it out because they didn't know where to put it in. She just has this flamethrower and she's going through the vents and she comes into this room. She finds Brent. He's slowly being like turned into an egg and Dallas is there and he's still alive and he's slowly being turned into an egg. Like the alien can, like if an alien's on its own, I've watched a couple of videos on this. Like if the alien's on its own, it can find a way to create more of itself. Dallas is there and he's still slightly alive and he's just, his last breath, he's just like, kill me, like just kill me. It's horrifying. Uh, Sigourney Weaver's face just looks like she's in so much dread. It's truly fucking terrifying. I wish they kept this in the film. I know, it, like, I don't think the film needed it based on how the film worked, but like hearing about it, I can't wait to watch it. It's I'm looking not, at it now, it's so eerie. Like, oh it's so God, eerie. it sounds like, amazing. It's like literally like Brent, like halfway into an egg or actually probably a majority of it. And then you can look like Google it or go on YouTube. It's just alien um, colon deleted scene, the cocoon sequence. Her lighting her way through the spaceship with this flamethrower is so beautiful. Yeah. <gasps> oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, it's awful. Because they, they were like, they didn't find out where Dallas went because there was no body. They right. didn't know they couldn't find Brent's body because the alien took it. Oh, God. Oh, God. It really, wow. This is really well done. The effects in this are so amazing. And like the quality is bad because it's only like a deleted scene on like the original um dvd i'm pretty DVD. sure right but just the still. just the just the terror like um around her face around like 340 right. like just the, the terror in her face and the lore building about the the biology of the alien you know what i mean like it i think it further solidifies how hopeless it feels because the alien can just propagate itself anywhere there's like biological matter almost. I wanted to ask you do you think you could survive in this situation? Oh no never absolutely not Listen, I, I am somebody- You would have been like, huh, let's look at that egg. <laughs> right, yeah, no. Like, like I, 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 I am not an Ellen Ripley. You know what I mean? I, I am a Lambert, essentially. Like, I don't- That's I the don't, fucking tea, bitch. <laughs> right, I am a Lambert. Um, and like, no shade to Lambert. It was just a rough time for her. But I, 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 my thought all the time in horror movies is like, I do not think I am smart enough or brave enough or calm enough to survive most of these experiences. And that's, I'm at, I'm at peace with that. I'm at peace with that. Because what that means is I die early and I don't have to go through the dread of the horror movie. I just get to die early. I'm also a slut. So like in a horror movie parlance, I die early. Once you see my tits, I'm gone. I, yeah, I think I kind of would die. Or, I mean, I would hope, like I would definitely be on Ellen's side. Like do not let these fucking people in. Right, yeah. Uh, leave Kane out there. I don't care. Let his body just marinate there for 24 hours. I don't know. I think I think I would make it probably. 
I would hope that they, as soon as, if they let Kane onto it, I probably would have died. Cause like, right. Oh, I was going to say, I probably would have just hid in the pod area and not told anybody. LOL. That's fucking funny. I feel like if I, okay. If I had left the <laughs> spaceship and I had seen Kane get attacked by the face hugger, which acid ate its way through his helmet, I would not have dragged his body back to the spaceship. Hell I would no. have been like, he's fucking dead. <laughs> bitch, bitch, if it was me and you and Kane, right. I would have looked I would have looked at him down in that hole like he fell to his death. Right. He's gone. We we would I would have I would have been I would have gone back to the ship and been like, Kane died. Let's go. Go on. And I, I forgot to mention this. We talked about how like they would picture the future. They had GoPros on their spacesuits. They had cameras, so they did predict something yeah. like better than most cops. Yeah. That's a little too real. A little too real, Gilda. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. What were you going to say? Well, I just, I just like, I'm just really surprised that they decided to take Kane back on the ship. Like, there are a lot of decisions along the way that I think are really fucking dumb. You know what I mean? And I know that they thought to themselves, we can save him. I guess they must have checked his pulse and been like, he's still alive enough. Let's bring him back to the ship. But like, I'm fucking sorry. I'm sorry. Do you know, do you know what happens? If a giant, scary, alien creature attacks my friend, I'm booking it. I'm booking it. Literally. Also, his body was down there. He had to be like, you know, wired down there. How did they get his body back up? And also, like, his body was next to the other eggs. Don't you think that the other eggs would have reacted seeing other life forms there? Right. It's, it's, it is very confusing. And, like, I, don't, I, I feel like the more I analyze it, the more I'm going to ruin the plot for myself. But no, like, it's okay. I, all I know is, Gilda, if it was me and you, or even if, if, if it was just me in that situation, and I went down there and I saw him not responding and something on his face, I would have been like, he's dead. This Audi, man. we would have gone back, Ripley would have left us on the ship, Ash would have been mad. and we would I, I would have been like, Ash, there's nothing there. Sorry. Didn't yep, find nothing. Fuck you, Ash. Didn't find a thing. Um, And that's it. <laughs> that's- Gilda, where can we find you? I'm holding a microphone to my microphone. It's an invisible microphone. Thank you. Yes, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Venmo, Grinder, Grubhub, Ashley Madison, at Gilda Wabbit, G-I-L-D-A-W-A-B-B-I-T. And I do not know when this episode is going to air exactly, but if it is after December 21st, I will have launched my Patreon at patreon.com slash Wabbit. I'm going to be working on... Um, a bunch of photo shoots this coming year, which are all going to feed into a calendar. I'm going to be making um, a lot of YouTube content, music videos, behind the scenes, makeup tutorials, um, stuff like that. And so it's just it's just a way for you to support my art uh, specifically, if that's what you're looking for, directly. Um, and I think it's going to be a really fun time. I thought you were going to do tarot reading too. Um, I am still going to be doing tarot reading. I am trying to figure out how to do that specifically, whether it's going to be attached to the Patreon or whether it's just going to be like a separate service that I offer because I don't necessarily need to be in drag to do tarot and the Patreon is about Gilda specifically. Um, But tarot reading is certainly something I want to do. If you would like a private tarot reading, DM me on Twitter. It's great. Um, Now, Tara, tell us where can we find you? Oh, you can find my personal account information on Instagram and Twitter and 
YouTube. I'm not really on those. Or Twitch. I'm not really on Instagram right now because mental health, mental illness is really there. But it's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D if I post anything on there. Um, you can find this podcast Twitter information at Stay on the Line TC, like my initials. That's on Twitter. And then on my Instagram, it's Stay on the Line Podcast. I'm going to go follow you on Twitter right now. Well, you better follow me on Instagram. I mean, it's not really going to be popping. I'm going to be honest with y'all, but. LOL. That's about it. Any closing remarks? Sigourney Weaver is a badass. That's my closing remark. McPeriod. McPeriod. I don't know how to close out these things, so I'm just going to say bye. Bye.